Jepang. Terry and this is the Terry Wilkerson show and as always I'm an ordinary man taking a look at an extraordinary world and I find myself in the position of being an ordinary man who's trying to defend the uh... try this again go back all right ready good moment America how are you this is the Terry Wilkerson Show. I am Terry, and as always, I am just an ordinary man taking a look at an extraordinary world. And, well, let me tell you something. Um, this past week has been one of the most low-key extraordinary weeks in recent memory because we now have a situation where all, all of the COVID vax pushers, all the vax holes and, and mask holes from the past two years are starting to back down. They're starting to admit, well, I believed the science and I was wrong. Well, <laughs> the time for that was a long time ago. The time to admit you're wrong was two years ago, three years ago even. The time to admit that you were lied to was when, in 2019, all the world leaders were getting together preparing for a global pandemic event. If you remember, I did a show a while back and I talked about um, this event, I believe it was event 23, event 21 or 23, where it was basically a tabletop game. A bunch of rich billionaire bitch asses and industry leaders got together and played a game of D&D &D with you, me, the American people, and as a matter of fact, the people of the world as the pawns and the players. And we had governments who actually bought into it. And when this fake COVID pandemic, because ladies and gentlemen, America, listen to me. COVID-19 was never real. I don't care how many times YouTube kicks people off or how many times Twitter kicks people off or Facebook. We now know that social media has been a massive part of this conspiracy. We know it's been a, con a part of every conspiracy pretty much since the inception of social media. We now know that social media is involved in these conspiracies and involved in making everything... Uh, one directional but the point being it doesn't matter how many people you kick off or, or how many people you call a liar the fact of the matter is that COVID-19 was never real there's a reason we can't pin it down between a lab leak theory and the wet market theory with somebody eating a bat brain the reason is it's not real America and I don't understand why this, this from the beginning was obvious to pretty much everybody. And here we are now. We're three years into this. And we've lost how many millions of jobs? How many hundreds of thousands of people have died from, you know, quote unquote, COVID related viruses that were basically left alone to die alone because they had COVID? Make no mistake, if you had, you know, if you tested for this strain of the flu, let's just stop calling it COVID and call it what it is, it's the flu. If you tested positive for this strain of the flu, and you were in the hospital with, say, I don't know, you got hit by a fucking 18-wheeler, then you were considered a COVID patient. And of course, when you died from your injuries from getting run over by an 18-wheeler, 
then they wanted to say, well, he died from COVID. They managed to identify a strain of the flu and they managed to put this little identification into every little medical issue that anybody had for two fucking years. And now the people who told you, get your vaccine, wear your mask, you know, social distance, we need to shut down. The people even on the right, the people on the left are sticking to their guns. They're, they're going to forever say we did the right thing no matter what. But the people on the right... Those are the ones who are pissing me off with their um, backtracking, their backpedaling. You know, the um, Daily Wire. <laughs> I used to be a Daily Wire subscriber, and I was for years. I kind of started to veer away from the Daily Wire when Ben Shapiro started pushing vaccines and pushing masks and pushing social distancing. Now, he always said he didn't believe that it should be a law, but that it should be essentially common sense and that everybody should do it and now of course he's backpedaling saying well i was lied to i believed the science at the time ben shapiro your wife is a doctor okay you're a lawyer you're a very intelligent man i've seen this man dismantle moronic anti-logical arguments on every college campus he's ever been to but somehow we're supposed to believe that this guy got it in his head and was fooled by Dr. Fauci, was fooled by the CDC, was fooled by world quote-unquote experts. We're supposed to believe that all of this got him to believe that, oh, well, the COVID vaccine is good. We all need it. You know, I highly recommend it. We're supposed to believe this intelligent man was flim-flammed into believing this? No, America, no. Because if he did get... In, in fact, if he did get the the runaround to the point where he, he actually believed in any of this, then he's not as intelligent as we thought he was. And if he is as intelligent as we believe that he is, then you almost have to think he intentionally did this. Ben Shapiro, I have all the respect in the world for you. I have all the respect in the world for everything you've built at the Daily Wire and for everything you have done for conservatism and true libertarianism. But you are just dead wrong on this, and you have been from the beginning. You pushed something out of pure fear. You didn't use your so-called logical senses. You didn't use your brain in this situation. You used your emotions. You let the fact that you had elderly parents and young children even though young children weren't even uh, a um, one of the groups that was particularly prevalent in COVID deaths. You let that fact get to your head and you let it affect the way that you dealt with your listeners and your viewers. You stepped over a line. And you you did all this under the guise of well, I'm not saying you should have to get the vaccine by law, but I'm saying you probably should. To the point where he even called people dopes for not getting the vaccine. And now he's trying to backpedal. I have all the respect in the world for Ben Shapiro. I admire what he did at the Daily Wire. Not only are you wrong on this, but you lost not only a subscriber, but since you won't come flat out and admit that you were being a jackass, you lost a listener period. 
I've stopped following any Daily Wire podcasts on all platforms. That includes Andrew Clavin, Matt Walsh, and Michael Knowles. And it's unfortunate because I was a big fan of all of them. But here we are now, and I'm supposed to just ignore the fact that Ben Shapiro, a man who's supposed to be a voice of reason, not only lied to the American public for two years, but he helped push a worldwide, he helped push a global industrial complex lie on the American people and then tried to make us feel like shit if we didn't comply with his view of this COVID vaccine. Now explain to me, Ben Shapiro, and normally I, look, I don't fuck around and talk about other podcast hosts no matter how much I think they suck. Not that Ben Shapiro's show sucks, but I don't normally call anybody out for one thing, I don't care enough, and for another thing, they're never going to hear this. Ben Shapiro is never going to hear this episode. Guaranteed. But if he did, Ben, I want you to come out and admit that you were a terrified little man and that you gave up your so-called beliefs in freedom and individuality in a moment of pure weakness. Now, we all have moments of weaknesses. Nobody is denying that, least of all me. Look, I've had my moments of weakness more more than, than a Ben Shapiro will ever have in his life. I have done some shit in the heat of the moment. But I've always come back and admitted that I fucked it up, that I made this decision. No matter what the circumstances were, I made that choice, so I have to live with the consequences. Ben Shapiro, the same thing is true with you. You have to live with the consequences of your decision to push a vaccine, to push masks, to push social distancing, to push shutting down the entire country for a year. Because you got a little bug up your ass and because you were terrified. Look, nobody wants to lose their family, but you were so terrified of something happening to your parents that you abandoned all concept of intelligence, you banned all concept of reason and just went off you, you went off the rails and made the decision to tell people if they didn't take this vaccine, it was their choice, but if they didn't, they were dopes. Shame on you, Ben Shapiro. And, and, and to put it as succinctly as I possibly can, fuck you, Ben Shapiro. You have lost a supporter. And I know you've lost a lot more than just me, but I'm not here to talk for anybody else. I never do. I'm here to speak only for me. And Ben, this was a shitty, shitty thing for you to do. And quite frankly, I think it's going to bite you in the ass. And I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Daily Wire thrives and survives. I really do. You do a lot of great work there. But this is one where we cannot... As American people, we cannot just sit back and say, oh, well, you know, that's just what happened. That's what we thought, you know, at the time. We can't. Ben Shapiro is going to have to deal with this. As is, in my opinion, everybody who pushed the vaccine from the beginning. Everybody. And yes, that includes Donald fucking Trump. Everybody who pushed the lie. Everybody who made you feel like you were somehow morally inferior or intellectually inferior even for not wanting to get an unproven vaccine, one that we now know does absolutely nothing to prevent the transmission of the disease. But we didn't know that at the time. Actually, 
you did. Because those of us who were paying attention to what was going on in the world told you from the beginning that COVID-19, A, wasn't real, or B, was far less um, of a threat than you claimed it was. But you had to push your narrative. You had to keep pushing your ideals. The world had to bow to what you believed in. And that includes, as I said, Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the one who engaged the whole two weeks to slow the spread. Well, he was doing that on the advice of, yeah, he took the advice of Dr. Anthony Fauci, a man who fucked up the AIDS crisis in the 80s so badly. I cannot begin to tell you how many charges of murder should be on the head of Anthony Fauci because he is just not only bad at his job, he's a horrible human being. He's a terrible scientist. He's a vile, disgusting individual. And Donald Trump trusted him. Why? Because he didn't want to take the time to learn the facts. So, by the way, when people ask me, am I going to support Trump in 2024? Fuck no, I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not going to support Ron DeSantis, but I'm sure as hell not going to support Donald Trump. Somebody needs to figure something out. We need a viable third-party candidate. But my point being... Water break. My point being... Everybody who pushed this, everybody who made your life miserable because you didn't find it necessary to wear a stupid face diaper or get jabbed with a poison substance, that you still will never convince me that Bill Gates didn't have something to do with the creation of that vaccine because it's just all too convenient when he talks about the chips that he wants to put in vaccines. And then all of a sudden, here comes this killer uh, virus that he just happened to be in a game of D&D that predicted a year before. We didn't want to get it. And you told us we were wrong. Well, fuck you. This is where the line needs to get drawn, America. It's not just a matter of patriotism to stand up for the flag or to stand up for the anthem. It's not just a matter of patriotism to say, I don't want to do business with a company that's based in China. No, this America, the fight needs to be here on our soil as well. This fight needs to be taken directly to the people that over the last three years have taken systematically our rights, taken systematically our friends, our family away from us, the people that we love, the people that have been with us our entire lives. Entire families were destroyed over the lie of COVID-19. In America, I won't stop talking about it. You will never, never have to worry about me, about this show, the Terry Wilkerson show, not standing up against all the vile, disgusting, inhuman filth that pushed the biggest lie in human history, COVID-19. You will never have to worry about my voice being silenced because as long as I am able to put together this show, I will spend whatever fucking time I feel is needed to fight against the COVID-19 lie. It never existed. People believed it because deep down inside, these people who claim to be right-wingers, individualists, constitutionalists, individual rights, deep down inside, these people are cowards. They won't stand up for true individual rights. They only stand up for individual rights when it benefits them. 
Donald Trump did it. Ben, Sh- excuse me, Ben Shapiro did it. Plenty of people did it on both sides. And yes, don't make any mistake here. The left is far more guilty of this than the right is. But the difference between that the left and the right in this situation is, I know I personally expected better from the right. I expected better from Donald Trump. I expected better from Ben Shapiro. I expected better from Michael Savage and Mark Levin. But we didn't get better, did we? No. We got the same bullshit that the left was pushing on us. America, like I said, the battle has to start here on our soil. If we're going to come on this show every week and talk about how we need to put other countries' interests on the back burner or completely throw them in the garbage and worry about our own country, the very first thing we need to do is go after those in our country who created this problem. It is time to begin cleaning up from within America by any means necessary. I have asked you a million times, and I will do so a million times more. Use whatever resources that you have to fight back against those who want to destroy our country from within. Be it the COVID-19 lie pushers, be it the socialists and communists in our government, be it the illegally unelected White House plant, Joe Beijing Biden. Use whatever means you have. Legally, of course. I'm not talking about going out and acting the way they do. Although there are times where you do have to fight fire with fire. For example, and I've used this example here on the show before. I use this program. I use my website to fight against the vax pushers, to fight against the lies, to fight against our government tyranny, to fight against the constant abridgment of our constitutional rights. And I will continue to do so. This is what I can do right now. If you have your own podcast, if you have your own website, you have a social media. Use it to fight back. America, I implore you. This is our only opportunity. Is right now. Not tomorrow. Today. Is our only opportunity to begin fighting back against the tyranny and the iniquity of evil men. And if you think that's some type of quote out of Ezekiel 25.17, then perhaps you should actually read your Bible. Although Pulp Fiction was a phenomenal movie... Samuel L. Jackson's quote in that movie is not actually Ezekiel 25:17. America, we have had um, a balloon floating over the country pretty much all week. You've probably heard about this, a Chinese spy balloon that they claim is just a weather balloon and it got blown off course. Well, it's maneuverable. We know that. We saw the fact that that balloon can change course on its own. And by the way, now apparently there is one over South America. Or it might even be at Central America at this point. I've been kind of away from the news because it's the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo this past couple of weeks. And when that's going on, who really gives a shit about what Beijing Biden is doing? (sighs) Nice little water break there. 
America, our so-called president, the White House plant, finally ordered this balloon being shot down today after a week of it being on American soil. The hilarity involved is that I looked just about an hour ago. I was on Twitter looking at some of the responses. And what's amazing is the leftists have completely lost their minds saying that, well, not actually saying anything at all, simply that the right is wrong. Well, this seems to be their constant, <laughs> their, their constant refrain. They never want to admit that this idiot, this brain-damaged doofus, this goofball sitting in the Oval Office might actually be wrong about something. No, it always has to be somebody on the right. And while Marjorie Taylor Greene is not the brightest tool in the shed, yes, I did that on purpose, for her to say anything about the, the weather balloon is the same as any American having anything to say about it. This idiot, and now we're back to talking about Biden, actually waited until Saturday, despite the fact that it was on the radar all week. He waited until Saturday to have it shot down by an Air Force jet. Now, if you're not familiar with it, there was at one point um, an estimation that this balloon was traveling at a height of roughly 119, uh, yeah, 119 to 125,000 feet. Which, by the way, also happens to be prime airspace, you know, prime uh, height in the air for an EMP attack. But, of course, our government and our media, they didn't want to bring that up. They didn't want to tell you that, oh, there's a balloon up there that could potentially be ready to implement an EMP attack. Presumably, they didn't want people to jump to conclusions and they didn't want anybody to get scared. Folks, America, an EMP attack on our nation, that is something to be scared over. That is something we should all be concerned about. America, I have tried and tried and tried on this show to, to steer in a different direction, and I always end up back here. And sooner or later, I'm, I'm going to have to come to the realization that this is what my show will be. I'm going to bring you the, the This Week in History segments at times. I'm going to bring you the Major Malfunction segments at times. I'll be able to actually bring you the content that perhaps you've come to know, love, and expect. But I cannot, in good conscience, not use this platform to speak out against the absurdity of our government and our media. And I cannot let something like this clear spy balloon, that, by the way, it was not even brought up and acknowledged by our government until it was over eastern Montana, which happens to be the site of a number of nuclear sites. Nobody wanted to bring that up until then. America, your government doesn't care. Your government is more interested in greasing the palms of the Chicoms, 
of of making you fly a Ukrainian flag, of making you acknowledge an LGBTQ minus plus a zero dollar sign, um, billabong sign, whatever. I know billabong's a brand. I get that. It's a, it's a uh, surfboard brand. They're more concerned with those things than they are with your security and safety as an American. And yet we keep voting these people in. We keep allowing these people to stay in office. This is another area, America, where we have to begin the fight now. Right now. Again, with whatever resources that you have. America, our nation, is still, and always will be, the greatest nation on the surface of the planet. I had a, a young man that I worked with a couple of years ago, in the height of the BLM bullshit. Ask me, he, he, he said to me, I'm a young black man, why should I give a shit about this country when it doesn't give a shit about me? My response to him was very simple. Because the United States of America is the only nation in the history of the world that has routinely changed its entire structure to undo the evils that it has done. It is the only nation in the history of the world that will constantly upheave its entire social structure to make things better for people. It is the only nation that has ever put any effort into making the classes equal. It is the only nation in the history of the world that has put any effort into making people's lives better. Because it's the right thing. That's why you should care about America. You want to talk about slavery and the 1619 lie? What about the fact that America was actually the second country? The United States of America was the second country in the history of the world to ban slavery nationwide. Now, if you ask anybody who's gone to school in the past 10, 15 years, they don't know that. They don't know that America was a pioneer in the fight for civil rights. Everybody wants to believe what Al Sharpton and Joe Beijing and Barack fucking Hussein al-Obama wants you to believe. America, the only way to fight this ignorance is with knowledge. Those of us who were lucky enough to grow up in the last great era, the 1980s and early 90s, we went to school in an era where we were told the truth about history. We were told that Christopher Columbus, yeah, he was kind of a dick. But he, did, he never actually reached the United States of America. We know that. They're not being taught that fact anymore. As a matter of fact, they're not being taught anything about actual history anymore. They're being told that Christopher Columbus came over here and apparently they're now being told that he enslaved people. He did, in fact, enslave the, the West Indies people. Yes, I'm not going to give him a pass on that. But he didn't come over here and, and bring slaves. There's actually a belief that Christopher Columbus brought slaves over to the United States. What the fuck is wrong with people for believing that? And what the fuck is wrong with anybody who would teach that? 
This is not difficult. American history has been... History is written by the victors. Let's get that out of the way. American history has been littered, littered with horrible, horrible moments. But it has also been highlighted by some of the greatest human triumphs in the history of mankind. But our education system will not talk about that. They only want to discuss the evils. And I am a person who, at times, I, I have a tendency to say, I don't care what good you've done. The evil that you do is what defines you. M much like I, I come to bury Caesar not to praise him. The evil that men do live long after them. The good is interned with their bones. I think I got that right. America, please, I'm begging you. Stop listening to the media. Start doing your own research. Start fighting back with whatever means you have. Stand up for the flag. Stand up for the national anthem. And if you happen to belong to a minority group, I need you to understand that every American soldier who ever died, died for you. They died for the freedom of every single American. Not white Americans, not rich Americans, not male Americans. All Americans because our military was never segregated into, oh, they're fighting for whites, they're fighting for blacks, they're fighting for straight, they're fighting for gay, until the past five or six years. More to the point, in the past three years since this idiot has been sitting in the White House. Oh, America, it, it's just tough. It's, it's tough to deal with. And I don't normally go off on this long of an opening monologue, but it just felt like this was something that needed to be said right now. Right now. All right, America. Well, I asked you at the beginning how you're doing out there with everything that's going on in the country and in the world. I imagine uh, I know how you're doing, but as always, I invite you, please drop in the comments or um, if, you, if you're watching this on Odyssey or Rumble, the only two official video channels of the Terry Wilkerson show. Or if you're listening to this on a podcast platform that permits you to do so, drop a comment. Let me know how you're doing out there. Let me know what's going on in your part of the country. Because that's what this show is all about. It's about America and it's about ordinary Americans. I fight for ordinary Americans. That's my purpose here. So, let's see. What else is going on? America, um, well, we have a cold snap coming through. It's cold as hell. Which I never understood because wouldn't it be hot as hell? It is cold as hell in many, many parts of the country. I mean, I know um, here in southeastern Pennsylvania, we hit, I think, 12 degrees this morning. Which is pretty friggin' cold. And, and I was in a situation... Not that many years ago, just about 10 years ago now, where I was <laughs> unwillingly exposed to one of the worst Arctic fronts. They called it a polar vortex. 
in the history of the country for an extended period of time. So for me to say it is cold, then you know it is cold. What is this ultimately going to do? Well, America, th this is going to affect our agriculture industry. This is going to affect our livestock industry. This is going to affect a lot of things. And, you know, we, we have to find ways to be more prepared for this. We have to be able, as a nation, to be able to immediately react to these types of situations. I, I've often said that weather emergencies should be considered a prepper situation, a survivalist situation, just as much as, say, getting stuck in the woods or an EMP. But again, our media and our government do not want us to be informed enough to be prepared for these things. No, they simply say, well, just, um, just huddle under a blanket, put plastic over your windows, both of which are great ideas, but they don't want you to use your heat. Much like in the summer, they don't want you to use your air conditioning to stay alive. They want you to operate in a way that's going to please Greta Thunberg. And if that's not a disgrace, I don't know what is. So we have this cold snap going on all across the country. I mean, I, I noticed I was watching, again, the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo the other day. I was watching... On Cowboy Channel Plus, great investment, $9.99 a month. No, I don't get paid for them, buy them. Uh, no, I pay them to be able to watch the rodeos and all their great content. So I was watching it and there was snow in Dallas-Fort Worth. What in the hell? Not, not a lot, but there was a touch. Of course, it is possible that they showed an exterior shot from the snow a couple of years ago. I'm not quite sure. I'm taking them on face value here. Uh, by the way, this year's Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo has been insane. It has been awesome. I highly recommend checking it out. We have that going on. We just also passed the anniversary of the Space Shuttle Challenger disaster, where seven astronauts, including teacher Krista McAuliffe, were killed in an explosion. The solid fuel rocket booster basically sprung a leak, which then ignited with the uh, the fuel cells ignited with the, uh, the the flames used to propel the space shuttle. And of course, the shuttle exploded. One of the most emotional disasters in American history, and probably since Pearl Harbor, it was probably the most emotional disaster in America up until 9/11. So that's one thing that's, you know, that there's your This Week in American History. The Space Shuttle Challenger disaster. We we just passed that anniversary. And it was, um, it was a somber one in a lot of ways. Well, in every way possible whatsoever, it was somber. You get the idea. I am, for those of you not watching on the... Uh, the video here for those of you who for those of you who, who are watching on the video you see me looking down for those of you who are not I had to check something on my phone here because I did actually try to come into this with some show notes there was one other thing I wanted to address Hunter Biden is threatening to sue Tucker Carlson for defamation and he he and his lawyers are threatening to sue over an invasion of privacy for the laptop which, in essence, means he admits that the laptop is his. 
Just when you thought Hunter Biden could not get any dumber, he gets dumber. Just when you think the Biden family can't get any more corrupt, it gets more corrupt. We have Hunter trying to sue over a laptop that he claimed, excuse me, he claimed was not his, but now we know is his. And we have the so-called president of the United States, the White House plant, having his home searched by the Department of Justice. And, of course, you know, they found documents pretty much everywhere, including, as we've talked about, next to his Corvette. I know I keep coming back to what an idiot he is and and what a piece of shit he is, but I cannot emphasize it enough. But you know what? (laughs) He's still better than Barack Obama. America, I'm sorry, that's all I have pretty much for you this week. Uh, We have a very shortened show in terms of the content. I have been doing these shows off the cuff lately because I just can't, I can't wrap my head uh, around the format that we normally go with when all this insanity and all this bullshit is going on in the world. And, and, And I can't emphasize enough times that we the people need to fight back with whatever resources that we have. America, you can come here every week and you know that I will stand up whether it's a policy on the right, whether it's a policy on the left, when it comes to individual rights, when it comes to American rights, and when it comes to putting America first and America only, I will always stand up for that. I will always be here to talk to you about putting America first. That is all we have for this week, America. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And until we see you next time, have a great. The Terry Wilkerson Show is produced by 1975 Podcast Productions, a division of 1028 Media. Go to www.terrywilkerson.com for more information. You can find The Terry Wilkerson Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and wherever you download your fine podcast content. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And if you're on a platform where you can do so, give us a five-star rating. That way we can tell big tech that they can shove it up their ass. And until next time, America, stay calm, have courage, and wait for signs.